0: When you're like almost pretty, you're expected to try to
1: be pretty. There were definitely a lot of times where I was just like, I feel
2: ugly.
0: No pretty privilege for you. I'm
2: a broke. I'm a kidding. I'm a not a broke. I'm a very really rich. I had
0: just seen her do someone else's care and they got up looking black.
1: Man, whatever is brutal out here to black girls. Like, it's hard sometimes.
2: I get mistaken for a guy all the time. It's just like, what do I have to do? What? Lost your ever loving <laughs> Like if you Ever shave my head oh, the calamity. Oh, 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 oh. all right everyone welcome to all the calamity a podcast where we discuss all the calamity in the world and how we're surviving the chaos i am your co-host karis and i'm joined by my two other co hosts
0: kirsten and zoe
2: <laughs> guys it's been a while <laughs> it's been a hot minute
1: we apologize if anyone cared um, i actually
2: don't apologize because i feel like apologies are when you like you really mean it and we're really sorry and we will never do it again but i just we can't let's I don't just know. i don't know
1: if we've ever mentioned this on the podcast yet but two uploads a week we bit off more than we could chew
2: a lot more. for sure
1: well guys thanks for joining us on another episode of all the calamity this episode is titled i am the soul that lives within and i hope everyone listening understands the reference i realize a lot of our titles are song references did you guys realize or pop that?
0: culture references as well
1: yeah but a lot of them are songs yeah um i this can one, only think of body yada yada no are you serious guys? what else was song okay, references? let me go back man i feel like a woman it's oh, it's an okay. extrovert's world we're just living in it
2: wait that's it's, it's a man okay i didn't um, draw that that directly though and
1: there's another one where am i there, ha- there was definitely another one. Man, I no, I said, that, said one already. that already. She was hard for the money. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, okay. That is kinda
1: Um, okay. But I am the Soul That Lives Within. I hope you guys realize this is an an, an reference. I am Not My Hair is the song. Um and the
0: cops wanna harass because I'm wait wait, 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 wait. Oh. You were saying waves? He said, he said braids. I don't know. Oh wait, no, I I he said, no, okay, he said yeah. I he said, got braids. Oh okay, I don't think it was braids.
2: Though. It was braids.
0: Okay. Look
2: it up. I am looking it up. I am almost Okay, while with Harris
0: is looking that up,
1: this episode is basically about our not only our hair stories, but just all things hair, and obviously we're three black women, so it's gonna be about black woman's experience with hair. Karis, what did you find?
2: It was waves. It was waves. Yeah. I no, crazy. I feel like this is one of those I've moments. It's one of those moments do they call those things. What do oh, they call that thing? when It's moments, like, you yeah. thought it was that Can't your whole life. Anyone. Okay. 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 okay, 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 okay be quiet, be quiet. Yes. India, yes, feel,
0: feel you girl. Now go, go ahead and talk to the rest of the world. Like,
2: Oh, Oh, Oh. You look ridiculous, Kirsten. Anyway, um, what I was trying to say was, I feel like it's one of those moments where like, you thought it was something your whole life. Right and you're like the mandela Mandela oh yeah the mandela that's what i feel i'm pretty sure it was braids it was definitely braids at some point someone someone's okay so let's
1: go around the room our first bullet point is how do each of us feel about our hair now like just in within ourselves and then also like how do we feel like socially like is it you know whether it's socially acceptable or just how do we feel going out into the world what does our hair feel what do we feel like our hair says about us um and then just how do we feel about it um anybody want to go first
2: well the other day i got called a man again okay at work this is sad now. so maybe this is <laughs> a new problem <laughs> yeah no it is it's funny i wear ba- okay let's just be okay, clear i told you it's because you wear i know your, i wear your baggy, baggy on pants your
1: waist and not your um no you I wear your don't on like your your pants pants i don't i don't
2: like high-waisted uh having pants that are high-waisted
1: they don't wear a belt
2: but i need the belt to keep my pants up. then wear
1: tighter pants
2: i couldn't find any of my size tighter pants i don't have money for that (laughs) anyway um i'm a broke i'm a kidding i'm not a broke i'm a very rich okay your hair anyway my hair though no but but the point is what i was saying this is that i feel like at this point my hair is not masculine so i'm very confused like i guess it, it, a, it can be kind of annoying I guess with yeah, black people hair if you're word, if you're natural because lots of yeah, guys it, okay also can wear... I finish what I was saying Kirsten your judgmental eyes anyway, as I was saying, I feel like there is sort of an annoyance with natural hair if you're a girl like there's a very small like there's a very small line somewhere where it gets to the point where a guy can have that hairstyle too and yeah. it's aggravating because it's like well here's the other aggravating thing is i'm not someone who's just good at hair so it's like i don't have all these options for myself because I, I do my own hair like i don't go somewhere to get my hair done so it's like okay what the most i can really do is like for like ha- for like a daily thing so doing natural hair like takes longer so it's not just something you can just do every day and redo so for me i always just like twist my hair like every two weeks every week and a half or something so i generally just wear like my hair twisted like in a ponytail or whatever and like some out in the front and also my i'm regrowing my hair i had cut most of it off so it's not a it's not long yet but you know shrinkage and stuff so it, it still seems relatively short twisted so it's just aggravating
1: because it's like and I'd like to add because people cannot see you Karis. Um, she if she insults me I'm not about to insult I'm you at all. I'm pouncing across this I'm room. I'm not about to insult you. I was just going to say that you are you had dyed your hair red and so that too. Um, and it's faded and it, now. And it's, it's like a grown, peach color. Well here's the thing it's grown out so like half of her head is her natural color like dark brown and then the rest because it used to be red but it's faded is like a orangish like color. Yeah
2: like so a So like pastel. the tips are like
1: Orangish So just for a visual
2: It's just really aggravating Specifically for me Again Y'all cannot physically see me But I'm already I have more of a Like an athletic shape So Depending It's very dependent On how I dress How I'm gonna look Like there's people Who Really don't have to Dress a certain way And you can still Sort of see like Their body shape Or whatever Whereas since I'm more like Athletically built Or whatever like that Like it really depends On what I wear So Going back to, like, the episodes where we talked about uh, anxiety and stuff and whatever. Personally, I like dressing very comfortably when I'm at work just because of the job that I do. And, like, I do a lot of physical labor at work, so I like to be, like, comfortable. So I don't wear, like, tight pants or anything. So it's, like, if I don't wear something that's, like, oh, that's what a woman would wear, air quotes, then, like, I get mistaken for a guy all the time. And it's just, like, what do I have to do? Going back to my hair... <laughs> basically i'm saying it's just like really annoying because like you have to then like i would have to like see yeah very feminine hairstyles to like make up for it and i feel like just as a black woman it's just a struggle and it's very aggravating
0: yeah i definitely felt like by the way i'm a little under the weather that's why my voice sounds like this in case anyone's wondering i don't know that we mentioned that um but i know for me when i like first big chopped like and cut all the perm out of my hair and had really short natural hair I definitely felt like I had to overcompensate in like makeup and like my clothing um so I didn't look like a 12 year old boy and that was just like the reality of things unfortunately but I I also noticed like during that time like I got so little male attention in a weird way was almost freeing because I realized oh I'm so far gone from the standard that no one even expects me to try (laughs) you know (laughs) do you all know what I mean like it's like a weird thing of like when you're like almost pretty you're expected to try to be pretty but like if you're like not considered pretty at all people stop even using that as a measurement for you like where you are on that scale they're not like you're not in the game they almost pity you but like (laughs) in a weird way sometimes that bothered me and it's like i and i would talk to you about this is like i just want to feel pretty again but sometimes it was like a weird freeing thing of like oh it's kind of nice i don't even have to put in the effort because no one expects me to Because I'm not like in that league anymore, which sounds so weird to say, but I feel like I'm someone who's definitely like benefited from pretty privilege in certain stages of my life and then in others like not even come close to having it at all. And we kind of talked about that in our last episode, I think. But it's like it's really interesting when like it just gets snatched away and it's like no pretty privilege for you. (laughs) And it's like okay well, well must have been nice you- zoe
2: i don't feel like i ever had that you could have wow sucks for y'all well so- no i don't sorry real quick kirsten's annoying as heck also again me and zoe live very different we're in very different circles in general yeah. i don't think i ever needed that because again i was a tomboy who needs it well no i mean like in like it would that wouldn't have benefited me really in like my circles or whatever you I would say a,
0: that it kind of always uh
2: no but like in the way that i mean like the only thing it would have garnered me would have just been like male attention and that's it like and i didn't want it anyway so it was just like yeah. that wouldn't have done anything yeah so it didn't matter but
1: but to bring it back around cuz i don't think zoe answered that question how do how do you feel like that I don't remember the question. The, question the question is how do you feel about your hair now so like you talked about when you first big chop how do you think that's led to how you feel about your hair now and what what does your
0: hair look like for oh people my who God. cannot see it, it's so complicated because I feel like in a weird way like my hair has been so connected to like my progress like as like who I am as a person right so like whenever I did big chop it was around the time where I was like Finding out more about my history and becoming more aware. And m- my, me cutting my hair off initially was like definitely like a financial thing because my parents were like no longer paying for my relaxer. So I was like, this gotta well, go. <laughs> we can't continue with this. Like, you know, it's been a nice run. So it was definitely more of like a financial thing, but it just. So happened to coincide when like I was kind of gaining this like awareness of how like our society operates and like just not even just that, but just having this like cultural awakening, like all this different stuff.
1: Also for a timeline, she big chopped around college in like,
0: college. Yeah. Was it freshman? Yeah. Like freshman
2: year. So for more, whatever, I never had to big chop, big chop because I never had a relaxer. Oh, I
0: forget. Yeah, that's true. So because of that I then started to identify like having my natural hair with like my almost like my social consciousness and then I got to this place where I was like so angry about so many things and I I felt so robbed of like peace because of my anger like with like the world and like just so many things and i got to this point where i realized like i was allowing all these different things to like rob me of my peace and i just started to like realize like there is like revolution and just joy like my joy is the resistance and i think around that time i kind of accepted the fact that i actually prefer my hair straight And it's not it's literally as simple as like I like the way it frames my face better. I have a very round face. And so when my hair is natural, it tends to be in hairstyles that are kind of pulled away from my face or like aren't face framing. And I just personally kind of like my hair better straight, even though I didn't dislike my hair natural. And I'm also very lazy. I like that when I straighten my hair, I straighten it the one time and then for two weeks, I don't have to do anything else. Whereas when my hair was natural, I had to do my hair every day. And so just for like practical, there was like actually a combination of things. But I think I accepted the fact that like me straightening my hair didn't like, I no longer tied that to like my identity or my hair in general. But yeah, so I stopped really associating... What I did with my hair with like how I was going to be perceived externally, whether I would be perceived as more like socially conscious or if I had it straight, whether I'd be perceived as like, I don't know, like prettier. I don't know. I don't even know. But like I think before I my hair was so tied to like other people's perceptions of me and I finally got to the point where it's like, okay, but like what do I want to do with my hair? And I think that's where I am now. And that's why my hair is blue. So. <laughs> and kind of to a
1: bob. You yeah. can stake on your hair. I'm trying to think of how much I want to say on this part. Because obviously we have other like bullet points. And I don't know. They kind of bleed into each other. So I don't know how much I want to go off on a tangent. Because I just have a lot to say on this yeah. topic. So how do I feel about my hair now? I would say the, in the way that Zoe described like just asking herself like how do i like my hair and just answering that for herself and wearing her hair how she likes it i think i'm finally getting to the point where that's all i want as well like wait how do i what empowers me or like what makes me feel the best like how you know whatever that is i feel like is what i should be doing to my hair i feel like for the longest i've just I mean, if anyone knows me, like I'm very somewhat like rigid in certain routines that I have. And my hair has been one of those things that I've since very young, like even when I had a relaxer, I got a relaxer when I was like 11. So um, even since then, and then I also went natural and big chopped when I was also like a freshman in college um, or a sophomore in college. So I had a relaxer for like, how many years is that? Oh, the math. I okay. eight. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I had a relaxer for like eight years or so. And then I transitioned for like a year and then I cut my hair off. So when I had a relaxer, my hair was fairly long. Most people considered it long and I got a lot of comments and attention for that. And then when I went natural, like it was really short for the first time. Um, and that was weird for me too. Like Zoe said, it was kind of like, I don't know if I, I just felt very different. Um, But at the same time, again, because like I do, I was very like health, I I feel like I've always been pretty health conscious. So like for me, cutting my hair off wasn't necessarily for the looks, it was for like the health of my hair. So at that point I was kind of just enjoying like relearning my hair and like natural hair on YouTube was really big at that point. So I was just, you know, really enjoying the process, but there were definitely a lot of times where I was just like, I feel ugly and you are trying to fix your hair in the mirror and you're just in tears because it's like oh this is not going to look socially acceptable by the time I have to go to class like it's just not like it's not happening um so there was definitely a lot of times like that and then I would say like right after college probably like 2016 is when I think I started becoming comfortable just with my natural hair and the length And I would wear it natural pretty much all the time. I didn't straighten it that much. I might've straightened it like in the winter, but it wasn't that often. And I mostly wore my hair natural. And I, I don't know what gave me, it's funny looking back now, I don't know what gave me that confidence. Cause I think looking back, I'm like, oh my God, if my hair was that short again, I could never. But 2016, 2017, I would say is when I was like kicking it with my natural hair big time. And then- like 2018, it would be back and forth. Like I would stray my hair a lot and then I would wear it curly. And I always wanted to make sure that I didn't heat damage my hair because I wanted the option to wear it curly. And I feel like now I've gotten to the point where because I go back and forth so much, the annoying part for me, and this is going back to how I feel about my hair now, is that my hair, also for reference, my hair is, it's not only that it's it's difficult to deal with because it's natural but it's pretty long like my hair is tailbone length at this point so it's just in general difficult to manage and because I straighten it sometimes I feel like when it's curly it's not as curly as it could be and because I also don't straighten it all the time when it's straight it's not as straight as it could be so that's my frustration because my hair also is used to being curly it gets really frizzy sometimes when it's straight and that is really really annoying for me like it irks me because I know for some people it's just like I'll just get comments by like it just annoys me random people will just be like oh have you tried this serum or have you tried this technique like if you thought like obviously if I wanted to get my hair if you knew that I wanted to get my hair straight like don't you think I've tried whatever like I've tried all the things my hair just doesn't stay straight if it's humid outside it's just not going to do that because it's not heat damage totally but it's also heat damage enough where it's like my hair isn't the what it used to be when it was curly but anyway i say that all to say that i'm finally just like okay what how do you want to see your hair because at this point following all the rules all the natural hair youtube like you should only straighten it twice a year you should do this and do that. I'm just, it's too much. I just want, I do want healthy hair. So I don't want to give up on that. But also like, I feel like I'm just in a place where, yeah, I do want to focus or not focus on health. I do just want healthy hair, but I also want to just enjoy my hair. Like I want to try things that I haven't tried before. I want to just enjoy the styles and not be so focused on like what's healthiest for my hair, if that makes sense. So to me, that includes flat ironing it more often, which I like, I used to never, one of my rules was that like, I would never flat iron it back to back. Like if I flat ironed it and had it in for like two weeks or whatever, when I washed it, I had to wear it natural for at least a week, like at minimum. And this win- this fall winter season is the first time since I've gone natural that I haven't abided by that rule. And I'm cool with it. like. I think I'm just in a space where I'm like, I want to enjoy my hair. So I'm not where Zoe is yet, where it's like fully there, but I'm just like, I'm getting there. And part of it is also still having the option because I don't want to not have the option to wear it curly because I, I really do like that. Here's the thing about that though, where it gets complicated is that I do really like my hair curly and when, and when it's really free, but I've always said this, I actually don't really like my curly hair when I have to do it and then go out. I don't know if that makes sense, but like the socially acceptable way to wear it to me doesn't look as good as like if I'm not caring and I just have my natural hair out, out and it's like not pinned back and it's not, and I'm not worrying about how it's going to look at the end of the day. Like if it were just up to me and I'm just in my house, like I would feel great, like just with my hair out and natural, like I really would enjoy it. But because you have to think of the social aspect, that's when it gets complicated. And not even just the social aspect, but also weather. Man, weather is brutal out here to black girls. Like, it's hard sometimes. That's
0: why my hair looking the way it is now.
1: It's really hard. It's so
0: humid today.
1: (laughs) I literally think it's like a spidey sense. Like, I can, even if other people don't think it's humid, and even Zoe knows this because her hair doesn't necessarily revert. Like, if it's humid, humid, it won't revert the way mine does. Like, she may think, oh, like, it's not humid outside. I can feel any, like, if it's one percent humidity, I will feel it because I can feel, I can feel the reversion. It's it's honestly, it's so annoying. It's hard. It 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 can upset my whole day. Like no matter how long I spent straining my hair, and again, that takes a long time because of the length of my hair. So it doesn't like I've put hours upon hours into doing my hair, and for it to be bone straight when I straighten it, and then the next morning I step outside for two seconds, and it is looks like it's blow dried and in fact i will get comments like oh you blew you blow dry your blow dried your hair like it looks good like for a blow dry like girl no i straighten this like (laughs) oh that makes me mad so yeah that that is where i am i have more to say but i'll save it for the next for the next part
2: yeah now that now that we've all answered that question i've talked about this in previous episodes cutting all your hair off And what that does for women, like, strangely enough, this is not, it's different for black people, but this is just a woman thing in general. Like we cut our hair off when we need change or when we're entering some sort of new stage or just like sick of whatever path we're currently on. We're just like, cut, cut. Let's just cut it off. Yeah. Let's just cut it off. Even if it's not all your hair, just like cutting more off than you have before, like getting a fresh cut or something like that. I know I kept talking about cutting all my hair off. I've come to another epiphany that I don't think I want to. Because (laughs) here's the reason, though. It's not that I will never do it. It's because I'm closer to another thing that I want versus cutting my hair off. So I want to see what my hair looks like once it's gotten to a certain length again. And I'm closer to that length than, like, I don't... Like, if I start all over and then have to wait much longer. So I'll probably still cut my hair off at some point especially like if I had money I really wouldn't think about it at all because if I didn't like it I could just buy wigs but no I think I'll just like I want to let my hair grow out longer because like again I twist my hair but it's not really that long for I so that I could just wear my twist down because it's not really a decent length yet to do that so I'm still waiting until it gets to that point and then I want to dye my hair like silver and see what it looks like with actual hair like having hair so yeah i will no longer be cutting off my hair for the new year but maybe three years from now i don't know this um news to me two years from now however long it takes me to get to that length and see how much i like it but yeah but what do y'all feel about cutting out your hair off for like a sort of a transition period in your life
0: so recently i recorded something where i had my hair slicked back and i was backlit like a lot and it looked like I had shaved my head. And for a moment I was like, <laughs> it doesn't look as bad as I thought it would. And then in the second moment I was like, girl have you lost your ever loving mind? Like if you ever shave my head, cause I know myself, it's not that like I wouldn't even maybe like it for a moment but I'm so fickle with my hair and like the things I decide to do with it or wanna do with it that I know, shaving your head is one of those things the moment you want something else, it's not like you can just
2: do it. Yeah.
0: Do that other thing. Um even now, like since I've cut my hair, like I've not regretted it, but I've wanted my hair back long. And it's like I know for this, like I've done it before, so I know what the waiting period is. So it's like I know it's gonna grow back. But that waiting period, if I were to shave my head, would be in like insane. Like to get my hair back long again. So Yeah, but I definitely, I'm a scissor happy person. I cut my hair pretty frequently, um, probably once or twice a year. It's actually something I've done every year for New Year's. I cut and dye my hair pretty much every year as part of like, it's just like a rebirth, I feel.
1: Yeah, for me, um, other than when I like big chop my hair, Well, there was two times. So before I big chopped my hair, when I still had a relaxer, I decided that I wanted to get a bob because I'd never, I'd always kind of worn my hair like past a certain length. And so I wanted to get it like a straight bob. So I had that for like, uh, not that long, like a few months. And then from there, that's when I actually big chopped and cut all the relaxer off. So those are the only two times I think I've done like drastic cuts. Since then, like obviously I get, trims pretty regularly so you know I'll cut a couple inches off like every few months but for me I think I do want to have another drastic cut I've always said probably when I'm like I can't remember the which age I said shoot well that's problematic (laughs) um I can't remember if I always said 40 or 50 one of those I said for sure like I want to like just stick with the bob or like definitely cut it short for a few years and have it that way until then honestly i just maybe it's because i haven't seen myself with a bob in a while or like that length of hair i do prefer my hair longer i don't know why i just think it looks better on me and then honestly even when i feel like having shorter hair all like all you have to do if you're black and you're natural is wash your hair like if it's or, or for instance if it's long straight like if i want something shorter i just wear it curly and then it's like you know only past my shoulders really like because just because of all the shrinkage so yeah i don't think i plan on cutting my hair like that anytime soon that's another thing because if i cut it where it's in a bob straight it's gonna be really 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 short when it's curly and i don't think i'm ready for that but yeah i definitely understand like wanting a change and then having it signify like you entering another stage of your life or just your feelings changing. So I do want I want something that could signify that for me. Like, I don't I don't even really think I want to dye my hair. Like, I'm not that interested in that either, but I want something. I don't know what that something new could be. And honestly, maybe for me, this sounds so boring. It's so funny living with Zoe because like we're totally the opposite. when it comes to this, like she explained that she's pretty fickle with her hair and she's tried lots of different things, dyed it different colors, cut it, done whatever, whereas I haven't been as experimental. So for me, me being going wild and crazy is the fact that going into the new year, I will probably straighten my hair way more than I've ever straightened my hair. And because I'm like, shoot, that's what I want to do. And that's how I want to see myself. But so for me, instead of cutting my hair and that being like the, you know, way to signify like I've turned a new leaf or I'm feeling, you know, sassy or whatever i don't know how white people cut their hair but for me it's probably just going to be like actually wearing it straight and like you know yeah so yeah All right, guys. So this is the segment we call Say It Ain't So. And in this segment, one of us will have to share a story of something egregious that has happened to us, a friend or a loved one. I just realized we always talk about us. We ain't never talked about no friend or no loved one. But the fun doesn't end there. We raise the stakes by keeping a leaderboard. We don't do that either of the wildest story week after week. And at the end of the season, <laughs> we'll choose. Guys, we still have till the end of the season. <laughs> we'll, it's choose, coming. we'll choose the winning story. <laughs> so make sure to tune in each week to find out if this week's story will hold its lead. But without further ado, let's introduce this week's story. Zoe, take it away.
0: So the story I have for you guys today is one of desperation um, I, like many black girls, when they're going on a trip or going on a vacation or to, you know, a, a foreign land of, of any kind, uh, we tend to go with the safe choice and do braids. I personally can braid my own hair. I've, you know, at this point, this was some years ago, like I think the year after I graduated from college. So I've been braiding my hair for years by this point and I could do it well. But it took me a lot of time, typically, like sometimes even a day or two. So I didn't want to take that much time, and I wanted them done professionally. So I found a local hair braider. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm remembering what happened. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it was like an African um, hair braiding shop. And I went in. I was kind of like astounded by the prices, but I was like, okay, you know what? Their prices are their prices. I need this done. I'm going. I was also I was going on like a leadership retreat, uh, with like a college um, organization. So I was gonna be around a lot of people. It was gonna be kind of like in a campy environment, like not a lot of, you know. Access to the finer things, you know, it was very out going to be a very outdoorsy situation. So I was like, OK, yeah, I need braids and I need them fast. And like, so I think the appointment I scheduled was like for the day before I had to go. Chow. So I get there. Mind you, I'm paying like two hundred dollars for these this this braiding experience. And it's not even like I'm getting Actually I don't think I was paying 200 It was like 100 and something Because I ended up not doing like the box braids And I ended up doing like Just like cornrows Like just simple Like cornrows into like a bun or something Like just basic Type of thing And so the lady who was supposed to do my hair Who I had the appointment with Ended up being like Something came up And she was like You know what I'm gonna have my apprentice do it And I was like Apprentice And it was this girl like you could tell she didn't know Anything like I had just seen her do someone Else's hair and they got up looking Whack I was like wait (laughs) But this is not what I'm paying for I have an Appointment with you but Anyway so I'm like you know what? stay calm and at This point like I didn't really know how to like Speak up for myself In these types of like situations So I'm like you know what it's cool it's cool Like it's gonna turn out fine I sit in the chair I show her the picture of like what I want And what I'd already agreed to with the other lady And she's like doing my hair And like as she's doing my hair Which is like I feel like pretty uncharacteristic Of a lot of like African hair braiding shops From what I hear Like from what I've heard they tend to braid very tightly But as I Like I feel her braiding my hair And I'm like this don't feel secure She's also she's braiding in Kanekalon into these Like cornrows So I'm like this don't Feel tight and right like this doesn't Feel secure to My head but all the While I cannot see it I'm like you know what she knows What she's doing it's gonna be fine and honestly I can't remember Because it was so long ago And I low-key blocked the memory But the experience overall was kind of crazy It took way longer than it needed to be And she kept like stopping to go talk to people And like play with a baby Just random stuff <laughs> So she finally finishes my hair And like turns me around And I'm like <laughs> I wanted to throw hands <laughs> Because i was like I could have done this myself so but but i pay for it i pay for it and leave and i go home i tell you with tears in my eyes and grease in my hands i unbraid the whole thing and do it over myself why we gotta be like i'm like the whole point of me paying someone to do it was not because I could not do it myself. It was specifically because I did not want to and I did not want to spend the time. And now it's literally the day before while I'm supposed to be packing and relaxing and just enjoying my time before I go on this retreat. I'm having to braid my whole head in a rush with tears in my eyes and struggle and in zero my palm dollars in your bank account and no money left. I was like, I could have used that for snacks on the car ride. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Like I was so angry and I was like, and this woman had the nerve to charge me. Like the, it's like, they know I left that shop looking whack. It's like, cause here's the thing. It's like the lady who actually I had the appointment with, I saw her work. Like she was good. This girl, like also she was new. There was just so much. And I was like, why did you feel I was the person to do this to? To do this to, right? I was like, <laughs> I just Look like a chump. I just look <laughs> like she won't mind no way. Like she ain't gonna. You wouldn't have no done fight. this to one of your exp- like your loyal customers or whatever. It was because it's like you didn't know me from Adam. I just came in off the street and needed help, and you were like, you know what? We gonna have it. Abigail, because you know she didn't have. Never mind I'm like <laughs> you go there I'm like Abigail do your hair Long story short I learned To do my own hair I don't think I've been to a hairdresser since Or any hairstylist of any kind No actually that's a lie I went to one to get a haircut once Since then once Once <laughs> Didn't go back But I learned a very valuable lesson that day That I do my hair the best The way I want it done And I was so embarrassed Going to that camp Because I One I had to braid my hair in a rush And I was redoing the braid she had done And they kept coming loose They weren't secured properly It was just a mess And you want to know what The next time I went to that leadership retreat The following year I braided my own hair. They were in box braids. They were gorgeous, flawless, perfect. I got so many compliments. And honestly, you guys, y'all want to know something. This is going to be so weird, but maybe this will bleed into the topic. I'm done by saying it. So for those of you who don't realize. But, like, non-black guys are so fascinated by box braids, specifically.
2: Specifically? Specifically.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's like a ma- they're magnetized by box braids. It's interesting in
1: general. I, n- the last time I wore like it wasn't box braids, but it was um what do you call them? There's so many different names for them. Not the,
0: Synagla- the No, uh, not Senegalese, not
1: Marley twist. uh passion twists. That that's the new thing, yeah. You know? I don't so. even know what that is. I, I I had it in passion twist. I'm going to look it up on Pinterest. Uh, the last I think over the summer and y'all yeah, when i tell you i was walking i think i was walking through the mall and well it actually happened a couple times but i remember this one white lady came up to me and she was. it was so genuine she was like ma'am she was like your hair is so beautiful and it's so <laughs> awkward because it's like wait, wait when it's a white person cause it's like they don't know they don't realize this is not my hair
2: right because oh, it, it I had like
1: because I, mean, she, I think i'd had them in for a while but it i still like you know because you wear a scarf every night so like it wasn't it didn't look bad and it wasn't frizzy, but it looked like the way I do them. Cause I do them myself. Um, you can't, they're like knotless. So you can't see the, I don't know how to explain it, but you can't see the bulb at right. the top. So it doesn't look like it's, hair it's invisible. In. Yeah, It's like invisible. You can't tear wh- tell where your hair your is starts, and the other yeah. one starts. So she, I think she just thought they were like some type of dreads and they were pretty long. Ironically though, they're, they were technically the same length as my hair. If my hair was straight, but like, she was just so mesmerized and I just let her have it. I was like, thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Mia. But like,
1: no, for real, people, yeah, it is funny, like non-Black people being interested or intrigued by like those types of styles, which I, I appreciate, um, honestly. I. On the other hand, I think, again, this is segwaying into the <laughs> other segment. On the other end, I just have so many conflicting feelings when it comes to Black men. I'm sorry, I know we'd be bragging
2: on y'all. This, with
1: that. This, this is about hair. No, but this is about specifically about hair. No, black okay. Men yeah. About
2: black woman hair. Yes.
1: Yeah. They got a lot of things to say. Too much to say. Too much to say. Here's what I'm going to start off with. Silence is a virtue. Yes. Here's what I'm going to start sorry. Off with. Sorry. Um, I just want to go back to the natural hair movement. I just commend black women for being so brave. So brave. When it wasn't popular, when it wasn't cute, yeah. when people weren't looking at you the same like it was a movement that's literally what it was and i think you know there was a time within that movement or towards the not the beginning for sure but where black men were suddenly like oh yes like natural queen yada yada yada." Mm -hmm. and it was only once they finally got on the bandwagon once black women were like embracing and feeling empowered within that because they weren't saying that from the beginning so don't
0: think we didn't notice that we peeped that okay not just that but i think even now like yeah you have people who say that but saying that and then walking in that and actually acting like you believe that too very different yeah but i think even
1: my my point with that is that black women had to lead like i'm tired of us having like we literally had to be like no this is beautiful With that, like, I think obviously some of the hype around that movement is died down, but I just feel like in general people, not even just black men, men in general, I'll just put it out there, have so much to say about black women's hair. Actually, no, let me widen it. People in general have so much to say specifically about black people's hair, even other women, even other black women. Like, it's just a lot of pressure that we, I feel like have to deal with. Because even with black women, it's almost like one, they feel like they're you're representing them in some way. So they just yeah. feel like they have this, um, a right to tell you about your hair or how this person should or shouldn't be wearing their hair. And I think we need to do away with that. It's so toxic. I would say like personally for me, it's really, and I know Zoe can relate to this too. Like she even talked about it a little bit, but like I know the difference in which, our eyes can see the differences in the ways i'm treated depending on how i have my hair that sickens
0: me because it's extreme like it's oh, way yeah. more extreme than you think yeah it's like doing those shows have you ever seen like shows where it's like they'll take like a white family <laughs> and put them in like basically blackface and be like now walk out on the street <laughs> <Right>. this was, <laughs> yeah. guys, this was back in the, the early 2000s it was a different world they did wild stuff like yeah. this so like and it's like you, you can, it's so palpable. It's yeah. not like little subtle differences. It's like major differences yeah. in how you treat And the treated. reason that this to me, it, it
1: would be different. It's like, yeah, for any other people, like, you know, how people, non-people of color treat me depending on my hair type. That's one thing. Like, you know, whether they see me as professional or not, like I honestly could kind of care less. Right. But when it comes to your own and then specifically when it comes to black men in terms of like certain attention, that's where it gets angering. Because it's like, literally it can be the same. Even if we're talking about like the same person, like they may see you one day with like your hair a certain way, whether that's like worn in a natural style, like it it could be, I have my hair pulled back in like a bun, like a curly bun or whatever, what have you. And then the next day, like they see my hair straight, like, it's suddenly switched up. Like yeah. the energy is switched. Like it goes from like, are you even black? Like, are you native American? Like, it's just crazy, stupid. Like you look, you sound That's ignorant. That's crazy
0: thing is And like, it's like, you must be something else. Like, oh, that makes me so mad. This is like, what's crazy to me is like, as black as I look, right. I'm not even, I wouldn't even say like with Kirsten, like, yeah, like you look black. Like if I had to guess, it's like, yeah, you're black. But like, I think I have the most stereotypically black features. Like, nothing about me doesn't look black. But when my hair was like very long, the way people just don't be believing you and they're like, no, but like, but really, like what are you And then like, they act like that's a
1: compliment. With? Like that yeah. really gets on my nerves. And then also like, even if they're interested, it's like such a turn off because it's like, wow, like you're so skin deep, first of all, our hair deep, whatever you want to call it. like. <laughs> follicle that's <laughs> so, there was nothing else about me that was interesting like you know what I yeah. mean like it's that's really good to my nerves and honestly like it's become to a point where it's like a obviously I mean it should have been always been a deal breaker but like that's something that I specifically have to think about where it's like <laughs> do you like me just for my hair <laughs> like that sounds crazy that like if they know me as someone with straight hair like if that's all they've known like I actually it's sad that I even have to think about that but I think obviously like in a social context you have to know just like with texturism just like with colorism or anything else we've talked about like even like to an extent like a type of pretty privilege you have to think about like is this something because it takes me from stereotypical what they may think of as blackness that that somehow makes me better and that's why they want to be with me like that's I hate that I have to think about that, but it's just true. Like, I constantly do have to think about that.
0: There are so many things, though, that as a black girl, I realize, or I realize, like, early on, that proximity to whiteness in a lot of ways will grant you a lot of privileges, not just with white people, but with Mm. black people, and especially Black black men. Like, there are times where it's, like, especially, like, when I was natural well I'm still natural but like when I like big chopped and like wore my hair like in a very tiny afro like I knew my point of difference was gonna be how I talked that like if I was walking in a public space people probably made certain assumptions about me until I opened my mouth and like I know that sounds so I don't even know if I thought about it like that deeply but on a subconscious level Cause you feel the difference in treatment from like when people are looking at you and making assumptions based on your appearance versus like they hear you talk and then they make a different set of assumptions about like your socioeconomic mm-hmm. class and like just your proximity to whiteness. But yeah, like my hair was definitely like one of those things for a long time. And I think that's why like when I went natural, there was almost like a, a part of me that held to that as like a re- valiant against that and it's like there were times where it's like even after that I did straighten my hair to not regain proximity to whiteness but regain some of the treatment that came with that proximity to whiteness and I finally got to the point where it's like oh no like I'm doing my hair because purely for me regardless of like how I'm going to be treated but like I think it's just like you get so many comments like there's this person that i know a black man and it bothers me so deeply because he's made multiple comments on multiple occasions about how quote unquote fast my hair grows and how oh you have that good hair and oh i've seen your mom i know you have that like good hair and by the way like i think we've mentioned this on the podcast before but our mom (laughs) she will deny it but she is of the lighter persuasion. Well, actually not as much anymore, but not as much anymore she's because she's in the garden and she so lives much. in Louisiana and it's hot and there's a lot of sun. Yeah. But naturally But she naturally, like her natural like just pigment pigment is on the lighter side. And so <laughs> like I think this person, because they've seen that, the assumption is like, oh, like you must have got like good hair from your mom. You can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes and it just it makes me so mad. It like literally like the crazy thing is this person thinks they're giving me a compliment and it's like this Throw isn't all a compliment. First of all, what you think about my hair like is so low on my priority list <laughs> And the fact that there are so many men who think like their opinion of. <laughs> oh, let me just tell the story their, like matter. So
1: this was a while ago, back when years and years ago, when I worked um, front desk at a hotel. And I remember one of the girls that I worked with, it was actually a white girl. She also was working at the front desk with me. And we have obviously they have um, a car service like most hotels do. So we're pretty like, you know, we knew a lot of the drivers. They would come in and out. And so one day, one of the drivers, an older white man, I think he was from another country, but not a white man. He was actually Arab. Um, But he came in one day. He thought he was saying the nicest thing ever, like just just so sweet. Right. He was like and I had my hair straight that day and it was down. And he was like and my coworker, she was like on the phone or something, um, but she had her hair like up in a bun. Um, like in a top knot and he was like see like I like the way you're wearing your hair like tell her and he like pointed to her he was like tell her not to wear her hair like that again like wear it down like you ah sir the audacity of some men to think that their opinion matters and that women are there for to be looked upon as if that's the only thing we're good for like that we're at our job right sir it's literally and also and it's so funny the men who be saying this it's like stop look at your gut like it's just it bothers me because it's like wow like you are receding your opinion is null
0: and void you are walking around
1: With so much audacity, yet so little to show for it, like I'm, I'm confused. Like, what leg
0: do you have to stand on? You know what I say now. In a wheelchair,
2: sometimes. You know what
0: I say now when I see that. I'm (laughs) like in a
2: wheelchair. Wheelchair. Oh my god! (laughs) Don't they do. don't don't
1: no seriously someone came at my job the other day in a wheelchair and had something to say don't
0: insult said, the disabled i'm not
1: joking anyway he
2: himself if you're disabled <laughs> if you're disabled and rude that yeah. doesn't give you a pass
0: now like literally when that stuff happens i literally say a little prayer i'm like lord Tell i see what you have done man. for others grant me the unearned confidence yes that too grant me the unearned confidence the I just, it be, and it be the crustiest ones with the most confidence. Crusty
2: and confident.
0: Put it on a t-shirt. And feeling so. Empowered. Empowered in, in their opinions. Their crusty opinions.
1: I'm getting angry angry just thinking about it. Here's um, the thing.
0: Men, especially black men. I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to say especially. This has just been my personal experience. I really, I can't speak for others but in my personal experience they be the main ones want to throw out you was ugly anyway the number of (laughs) times (laughs) i I could have thrown that in somebody's face right Right. i was ugly anyway
1: (laughs) at least i made you look i went to my eyes
0: when i saw you you was
2: gonna be ugly anyway always been ugly ain't never not been (laughs) ugly Ain't never knew nothing but ugly. When you was born, your mama took all the mirrors out the house. <laughs> Looked like you was yeah. just beat with an ugly stick. <laughs> I,
0: oh gosh, don't keep that in. What? No, I'm No, in. I look because I don't. We i don't, love all God's creatures. Really, this we really don't, don't be not talking. To come for we do not
2: talk to people like this. this I is don't. I
0: genuinely don't
2: it really um, is just a rant but it's i like, literally d- i'm s- sweating. if if you are not a nasty person i will never think oh you're yeah. ugly period no ugly people is are it's, you it's, treat it's, people it's the way they be acting and then you're just like hmm let me find something <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm sorry it's
0: we've talked about this that before, ain't right either. But-, but i think it's like literally ingrained in black culture i don't know why i don't know when i don't know how where this happened <laughs> but you can't be mean and ugly it's just a fact it's a proverb because the moment that mean, comes you don't even out, you have to be like mean, but you can't Nessie. get on somebody's nerves. Yeah, any you of of can't annoying. be annoying. You can't be. You have to be
2: the and most if likeable. Are, if you are, you better have thick skin.
0: Yes. You have to be. If you're going to be ugly, you better be likable. <laughs> That's basically it. Because and again, I'm using ugly very loosely, like obviously beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but you cannot be unconventionally attractive or er, You can't not be conventionally attractive and also be annoying, mean, or just generally Mm, unlikable because black people will say it and in front of people. Yeah. Like they will hurt
2: your feelings
0: instantly. KO. But like Kara said, if you have thick skin, you can turn it around. This is how roasting culture began. This is true but anyway <laughs> am I back
1: going to with our this? Let's we don't bring know this we circle. have no idea um i, I feel like i i in general this is such a lived experience that i have so much to say that i can't even think of everything else that i wanted to say but it's i mean it's it's just hard out here i think obviously we, again we're speaking as black women because that's the only that's the only experience we can really speak of but just hair in general is such a just like the song i am not my hair like the fact that there even had to be a song named that I don't think any other type of woman would have to think about that. Like because because their hair its not their identity. Oh, okay. One thing I did want to say is like, this is something that I don't know why. I mean, I do know why it bothers me, but I wrestle with this like on a daily basis. So when it doesn't like, okay. When I am wearing my hair, straight especially if it's straight straight and like not like if it's not humid outside and it's not frizzy the amount of one compliments i get like that's one thing like you know i appreciate that that's nice cool whatever but i think it's always interesting i will be standing next to like a white girl or someone who's just not black right their hair could be just as long or maybe even a little bit longer than mine and it will be someone who comes up to me if it's Maybe if it's another woman, like if it's another black woman, maybe I understand. But like, it will be any type of person, a white woman, man, whatever, like a person of any other race. They will come up to me and they will compliment my hair a lot. Right. And the it's weird. It'll be like as if I'm not supposed to have it because it's like, then why don't you compliment her? The girl sitting right next to me. It's weird. It's like, is it because I'm black? like i just i don't get that like it's weird to me so it's like i think i don't know if i should take it as a backhanded compliment because it's almost like when people used to say like no one says this anymore because it's politically incorrect but when people used to say used to say you're pretty for a black girl that's what it feels like it's just like it's normal for her to have hair that looks like this why isn't it just like normal for me to have hair that looks like this like i don't i don't even that it's I think normalize it or just like it shouldn't be like it's one thing if you think it looks nice. I I appreciate that. But the fact that you're not extending that to her tells me like it's something other than just.
0: But it's it's funny because I feel like it's both. And it's that it's not normal and that they want it to be normal is also the problem, too, because I feel like this is one of the situations where I did definitely. Straighten my hair for other people and I wish I hadn't. Was when I was working at a hotel. We have stories from this hotel if y'all haven't noticed. So I was working at this hotel. And I would regularly like wear my hair both natural and straight. But I would alternate like maybe like a month wear my hair natural. And then a couple weeks wear it straight or something. I had done like a new kind of like flat iron technique. Where it just got it really particularly straight this time. And then I also cut bangs and i remember like my the general manager was passing by with someone else like from the outside i don't know if they were from corporate or where but he was introducing them to me and then on the tail of it on the tail end of him Wait, introduced- this, what? What's the this heck? isn't the slavery one right
2: no oh, okay
0: sorry oh my god I can't believe we haven't told that story This that'll be for another
1: season next season guys you're in for a treat oh my (laughs)
0: god anyway so on the tail end of him introducing this person to me he goes by the way this is Zoe this is a new hairstyle for her he was like this looks really good wear it like this
2: like just like that you know that that little video electric chair yeah (laughs) there you go but like this
0: had come off of me recently wearing my hair natural and i had two experiences one person commented on the fact that i'd worn the same natural hairstyle two days in a row (laughs) implying that no listen because this person was white their implication was that i hadn't washed my hair and i was like you idiot we don't wash our hair every day Anyway, but and it was kind of nasty, like mean because they did it in front of someone and they were intentionally implying that I didn't wash my hair. And it was like, like, are you going to do something about that? And then the other time was like, I had a natural hairstyle and I had to go into like the office and the assistant manager was in there and he said something like, tried something new with your hair And I was like, oh, like. He tried. I washed it. And he just looked at me with his eyes squinted like he didn't like it. And he goes, interesting. And then that. (sighs) Microaggression. And then not long after that.
2: Thanks for screaming. I ended up doing my
0: hair, straightening it, just for me, just because I wanted to. And then I get that comment from the general manager. It was just like, I was over it at that point. Like all the commentary on my hair. And so I just started regularly straighting my hair all the time. So I didn't have to deal with the comments, but like, it's just, it's wild. We need a red table talk
1: to get the rest of this out. Carrot, <sighs> you got anything else to say before we go into our last, final segment? Cause you haven't talked much.
2: Um well, yeah, y'all had a lot of thoughts. And we're going to have
0: to cut out half the stuff we used. I didn't want to wanna
2: interrupt. I was being kind. Uh, I feel like I just have less opinions on hair because I'm not as attached to it. And it has less of, again, went through a long period of having relatively short, very awful haircut. And I think at that point, it's I just like. I can attest to that. It was pretty awful. And Kirsten's <laughs> going to get beat tonight. Anyway, um <laughs> Yeah, so I think after that sort of period, at this point, my relationship to my hair is just like, as long as you like it, it's okay. (laughs) Butchered like they butchered. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop making the levels peak. I can't with you. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, my relationship to my hair is more so just like, what am I comfortable with? What do I want to do? If I want to experiment with something, I will. If it's not good, then we'll start over or whatever. But
0: I'd say that's
1: pretty healthy. Yeah. Good for you.
0: All right, guys. Our next segment is Get a Clue. In this segment, one of us will talk about an issue that we have either dealt with in the past or one that is currently ailing us, then share some advice on how we can overcome it. Today, Kirsten will be sharing with us. Kirsten, take it away.
1: All right, guys. So as Zoe was introducing this segment, I I realized that what I am going to say does not qualify as a Get a Clue. But that's neither here nor there. It's okay. So... I just want, I guess it is still advice, but it's not advice as something I've had to come to realize it's just advice for the general public um, when it comes to Black women's hair. Um, do what Ashanti said and say less. Okay? Again, we deal with enough in terms of society and already being, being basically at the bottom of the totem pole. You talking about our hair and our weave our wigs our braids our natural hair our straightened hair relax whatever, what have you we just don't need to hear it and also I don't know if anyone still abides by this phrase but you know I remember my mom saying this if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all like it would just I don't know what it would hurt you to again just say less and even when you're you're saying something, even if it's positive, I would say, be really cognizant of the intention and the mindset behind that compliment compliment. So obviously, we did talk about um, when it comes to hair, like proximity to whiteness and that being, seen as a positive thing by some. So if that's where your compliment is coming from, um, I would steer clear of that as well. I just think the time has come to let black women live. Just let them live. Let them be free. Like, it's just it's a lot of pressure again and the last thing we need is for that pressure to be reinforced by a nasty comment or a microaggression or a a quote-unquote compliment um when it's not really a compliment so yeah just bite your tongue and fix whatever it is that's internal for you that needs to be fixed that is causing you to react it get get some some help (laughs) that is causing you to react in this way so that's that's really what i i have to say um
2: yeah just get a clue guys get a clue amen thank you for sharing with us sister kirsten now back to our regularly scheduled programming. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm sorry. I'm on one. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to today's episode. I know it's been a minute, um, but yeah, we appreciate anyone who is still listening to this podcast. So make sure to go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Instagram, at all the calamity. Make sure you are liking and following our podcast on spotify and then leaving comments and reviewing our podcast on apple podcasts it's a huge help also make sure to download our podcast on both of those platforms but yeah thank you so much for listening uh and continuing to support us it's very much so appreciated oh also guys just beware that this is
1: the second to last episode of this season. So that our next episode will be the end of season one, All the Calamity, um, which is bittersweet, but it's exciting because, guys, that means there is a season
2: two which coming at done you. A, a lot better. <laughs> yeah.
1: Stay tuned for the drop date of when season two can be expected. But yeah, thank you guys for rocking with us. And we'll see you guys next time for our last episode of the season. Bye.
2: Bye. Peace out. Yep.